Welcome to the LaughSpin.com podcast. What's going on, folks? Welcome back, finally, to the LaughSpin podcast. What's up? My name is Mike, and with me is the editor-in-chief of LaughSpin.com. Dylan, what's up, buddy? Uh, not too much. Are you drunk? No, I'm not. We are coming to you. I'm coming to you live from Bethany Beach, Delaware, in your mom's sandbox, which is the place that we have decided wow. <laughs> to call this is place. That, this is the new name that, of my place. Oh, okay. That's not how it was listed on the real estate site? No, I don't think they get a lot of... Well, actually, they probably would sell out if they called it strictly your mom's sandbox. I think they would get a lot of people like yourself, degenerates. Yes, yes, absolutely. I'm actually on <laughs> vacation I am committed to doing a show, sir. Uh-huh. I, you had some problems these past couple of weeks that we had to, you know, we had to put the show on hold, but that's okay. Yeah. I am here for you, sir. Whenever you need me, here we I, are. You really are. Above you... and beyond, man. That's what I'm all about for you, okay? All right. I've, I feel bad. You've, you've made you've made me feel bad. <laughs> no, man, this is great. We uh, I we we were uh, here all week, and I brought my shit down just because I was like, you know what? It would be awesome to be drunk at three in the morning and just hit record and see what happens. And that's why it's here. So it worked out perfectly. Right. To be clear, for your other podcasts, I, I don't I don't want people to think you're drunk now because they would think you are the most put together drunk. <laughs> Ever because you're speaking. I mean, you're not. I mean, for the record, Mike is not drunk. No, this is water. It's six forty. He's drinking water. I could see him. Technology is good like that. I could see water. (laughs) There is, however, something horrible happening behind you. There is. There's a. Oh, you didn't even look. He did. Oh, now he's looking. There's nothing behind you. Okay, good. As, as far as I can tell. Oh, okay. All right. But yeah, so we're uh, we're here. We're giving you your comedy news for the week. And let's get into it, shall we? Yeah, let's. Comedy news. First up, uh, Eddie Murphy making a Beverly Hills Cop television series, which is awesome. Although the last movie wasn't that good. The first two <laughs> were fucking great. And CBS now gets the rights or first dibs at it. Is that right? CB- yeah, CBS has, has first dibs. The, the news of this has been kind of uh, bouncing around the internet for a year or so, but it kind of firmed up last week, and now today, we're recording this on a Tuesday, September 4th, today we got word that CBS actually snatched it up, so... Eddie Murphy and uh, the creator of The Shield, which, if I remember correctly, I've never seen it, but was very loved critically. Oh, yeah, big time. Sean Ryan, the creator of The Shield, is working on it with Eddie Murphy to create a weekly series. Very, very cool. And it's going to be... I love this one. It's they're, You're going to feature Murphy's character, Axel Foley's son, Aaron? <laughs> yes. Yes. Son of Beverly Hills Cop. That's he, the... Exactly. <laughs> All right, well, interesting, we'll see. I mean, hey, good writer, very, very good writer, and if Murphy, you know, puts his, throws his chops in there, uh, hopefully it'll give it, you know, that that Eddie Murphy flair that made the first two movies 
so good. But uh, what what do you think? Television shows are hard to kind of be edgy, especially broadcast television. Like if this was FX and he was able to do this, maybe it'd be easier to pill to swallow. But what do you think? I think it could work. The really interesting thing about this is from what I'm hearing, it's not going to be a straight up comedy and it's going to be an hour long. Uh-huh. These are the plans anyway. We're not even to the pilot stage yet. CBS has ordered a pilot and there's a good chance we won't even see this. But the word is, is that it's going to be an hour long cop drama with a good dose of, of comedy. Sweet. So I think it could work. I, like you, I, I love the first two movies. The first two were definitely much better. More news on that as it develops. Also coming back to TV is Robin Williams. Perhaps, perhaps. Serious. Perhaps? Perhaps. Mayhaps. I've seen this. This was this has been out for like a week now. I've seen this all over the place. What's what's the deal with this? He's just been in talks to to return to uh, television. CBS is developing a comedy series. David E. Kelly. He did a shit ton of shows, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, he's worked in television before. Yeah. Correct. It's a father daughter workplace single camera half hour comedy set in the world of advertising, which is how Entertainment Weekly describes it. So he's in deep discussion. Discussions, let's let's say nothing nothing official, but there's a good chance he might be returning. All of these stories can be found in their entirety at lastman.com. You can find out more about everything. So just want to get that plug out there. Rob Delaney, we can play some fucking audio here, hopefully. Yeah, I think I, I think we should. Rob Delaney, huge on Twitter, has a new uh, self-released. I know Mike's happy about that self-released album called uh, Rob Delaney Live at the Bowery Ballroom, which was shot in New York City. Oh, a few months ago, you could get it at robdelaney.com. Download it for five bucks. Nice, cool. I haven't heard of this guy until Twitter. Now, is was that is that pretty much how he kind of came to be, or is he was Absol- he doing? Uh, yeah, absolutely. No, I, I mean most. I would say most people, ninety nine percent of his fans, whether you know they're fans strictly of his Twitter or fans of his stand up and Twitter, have heard of him through his Twitter account. Wow. Okay. So we're gonna play a little bit here from Rob Delaney's new stand up special. <laughs> I had the terrible fortune uh, to go to Minnesota recently. I don't know if any of you have been there. Just a godless shithole, terrible place filled with awful people. What I hate about it, everything, but when you first cross the border, all the license plates say on them, they say, land of 10,000 lakes, already quaking with fear. I... I grew up in Boston near the ocean. I can't do lakes. I understand that there's more things in the ocean that can kill you, but I don't care. If my big toe caresses a slimy log in a lake, I'll shit my pants and throw up. I can't do it. But, like, even though I know in the ocean, like, here's the deal. In the ocean, you know what happens, right? Under a lake's surface, all bets are off. In the ocean... I mean, first of all, what happens first? There's music, right? The shark announcing itself. Then the dorsal fin breaks the surface. Another courtesy, it extends you. It swims up to you, and you're like, oh, dude, do you gotta? And he's like, that's my thing. And then it rips your arm off. And as you swim with, you know, before you go into shock, when you get into shore and your friends are like, what happened? You can be like, oh, it was a shark. And they're like, gotcha. And then they figure out what to do next. They know what happened. In a fucking lake, they got snorkel monsters with a thing sticking out of your head, go right up your butthole, suck your guts out. You're a skin bag. Don't even have time to yell for your mom on the shore. 
And that's what happens. Plus, in Minnesota, it's so fucking cold. It's like 200 degrees below zero in the winter. So you're hanging out with a friend, your genitals get mixed up, a baby happens. You don't want it. So you throw it in a lake, right? And then it, so the babies are littered, the lakes are littered with babies, and then in the, they sink down, but then the, the summers there are 140 degrees in the shade on a, hot, on a cold day, and then they float to the surface as they warm up and they explode and they ruin your bathing suit. So, and every time you go in a lake, that happens. So I don't even want to swim in a, a pool. Pools are just disease, petri dish, horror, shit show. Ugh. Like, you go in a pool, right? There's a couple seven-year-olds. Even if you don't see them, even if you're in some backyard where you think you know what's going on. Seven-year-olds, Marco, Polo, booger situation, sloughs off one of their faces, sluices between the butt cheeks of the nearest elderly person doing laps. It goes right in your mouth. That happens every time you go in a pool. So... A beautiful circle of lifey, nourishing Mother Ocean, on the other hand, right? If you need to, and don't just do it cuz, but if you have to take a dump, you can do a little aquaplop, and then a family of seahorses will swim up to it, and they go, beep, boop, 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 which, that's sonar, okay? And they beep it down to a clamshell, which closes on it, and then a half an hour later, it opens, revealing a beautiful pearl that you can give to a loved one. So, you've got a choice of bodies of water in which you can swim. May I recommend the ocean? <laughs> All right, there you go. So, Rob Delaney's self-released album, now available at robdelaney.com for just five bucks. Five bucks, which is a steal, if you ask me. Up next, Jackie Mason thinks Clint Eastwood's speech was brilliant at the RNC. Now, this was uh, a big... The Twitter fucking exploded when this goddamn thing came out. Apparently, I, I didn't watch it. I was... I forget what I was watching. I think I was watching Breaking Bad or something or something or other. I forget. Right, right. And, I watched uh, it live, man. Eastwood came out and started talking to a chair like he was an invisible person or something. I don't know. That's what I got out of it. <laughs> I, I mean, like, Twitter blew up. The internet blew up. Like... Fucking nerds everywhere just went crazy when Eastwood did whatever the hell he did. So, so now Jackie Mason's coming out and thinking, well, is he being is he is he being sarcastic? Is what is this? N- no, Jack- Jackie. Yes, I mean your summation from having not even seen it is is pretty much it. He 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 talked to a chair and he made like he was talking to Obama and then made as if he was responding to Obama based on the things invisible obama was saying to him and those things were like so like completely out of character that it wasn't even it wasn't even funny it implied that like obama told clint eastwood to go fuck himself right Uh, (laughs) and like that's not something obama would do chris christie sure like barack obama no everybody uh, it seemed to be in agreement that it was just a complete bomb the republicans are even now acting like you know they were kind of like surprised by the whole chair situation but jackie mason is uh coming to his defense and i and i guess we should respect his opinion because he's an (laughs) he's an icon or some such is he but he said yeah he was on a radio show this week and he's like i thought it was absolutely brilliant and all these commentators that are fiddling with it sound like idiots to me nobody's fiddling with it by the way they're just that means they're just, pl- I don't know, he thinks like they're doctoring the audio. You have to say it like this, all these, all these comedians fiddling with it. You have to say, fiddle, fiddle, fiddling, fiddling, fiddling. <laughs> it's a fun zone. It's a guy who bites the bubbles. 
Sorry, it's terrible. It terrible. No, thing. no, that's we needed that. We <laughs> we needed that. So you can go on Laughsman.com. There's a bunch of his of his of his quotes there, and on Laughsman, there's a there's a link to the the full audio of Jackie uh, sticking up for Clint Eastwood for some ungodly reason. He basically thinks that Clint is a uh, a comedy improv genius, and everybody else thinks Clint is a doddering old fool. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> He thinks he's a, he's just the king of the improv. He should be an upright citizens brigade. He's great. <laughs> they should do that. Like UCB as like a publicity stunt should invite him to the next like ass cat show or whatever. <laughs> they wouldn't. I mean, they would never. I mean, they should, but they wouldn't do that because UCB is a classy organization. They wouldn't never do that, but they fuck should. should. Eastwood should really <laughs> stop acting. I thought. Gran Torino was going to be his last acting gig, but apparently he's right. in some other new movie that's coming out where he's basically he's- playing the exact same character from Gran Torino, where he's now just a crum- <laughs> he's just a cr- he's just a crotchety old man in in all these movies now. But his, the movies that he directs, like the last couple of movies that he's directed, has been fantastic. Stop acting, dude. You're good. Yeah, I saw I saw the preview for it the other day, and I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ, another movie about baseball yeah that's what it is he's like a baseball scout. baseball scout like ugh, right, get stop it right and i'm getting too old and now i can't see anything so now my granddaughter's gonna do it hey you don't know baseball <laughs> now i'm doing pat oswald's nick nolte impression oh chewbacca <laughs> hell oh jeez chewbacca it's pretty much the same yeah it's true tom cotter who you may know is on America's Got Talent. Well, guess what? He is advanced, and he is in the, what, semifinals right now? He's in, yeah, he's in the semifinals. This is That's big, dude. Yeah, it is, and, and, and I'm pretty excited about this because I've seen Tom a handful of times perform in the city. His fellow comedians really, really love the guy. He's a hard worker. This isn't Last Comic Standing. This is a show that has all types of what you'd consider, you know, mainstream performers. So... There was 54 con- contestants, uh, and it's every, you know, like like people, like, shooting flames from their ass and just yeah, awful, it's like Vegas, awful things. If you win, don't you get, like, a Vegas act, right? You get... You get a million. I know you get a million dollars. I think I'm, you get a I'm, Vegas. I, th- I'm, I think you get a Vegas contract. I think most of the people get it's like a one year Vegas contract. And uh, most of the most of the people that you see on the show, they're like Vegas shows. Um, like not the Right. Exactly. So this is impressive that he's he's made it this far. But we have his his last routine that we're going to play for you. Tom Cotter on America's Got Talent. Tonight, I give you comedy on demand where I relinquish control of my material. Howie, we please. Pick a topic. Are you serious? I am serious. Oh, oh my God. Uh, college. I never went. Tell me about it. College? <laughs> yeah. Not parenting? <laughs> Damn you, gentlemen! <laughs> I, uh... <laughs> college you shall be, Howie. College for me was the best 28 semesters of my entire life. I... I don't want to brag. I went to Columbia. I worked for a drug cartel. Then I went to community college. And I was a political science major. I had a minor. Her name was Debbie, and I got in some trouble for that. I, uh, I had a 3.0. That was my blood alcohol level. Junior year, I studied abroad. Her name was Lucy. <laughs> she had arthritis. And I, uh, I used to fall asleep in class, and my professors hated that because I sleep naked. But I loved college. I really did. College kids now are different. I call them kiddiots. They, uh, they pierce everything, right? Nose piercing, which is a great look until you sneeze and put someone's eye out. 
Some of the girls get the tongue piercing, right? With the metal spike through the tongue, which is why I had parts of my body magnetized. And... Is that out loud? Nipples. Young people pierce their nipples. I could never... I wear a clip-on. I could never... And they get tattoos, right? Everybody has to have tattoos. And the girls all get them on the lower back, upper buttocks. And it's always something beautiful like a, a bird or a butterfly emerging from the cocoon of the butt crack, right? We've all seen that. Which makes a lot of sense because we've all had butterflies fly out of our butts. Haven't we, Howie? Swarms of them. And it's a beautiful butterfly. Do you know why? Because she's 19 years old. But 30 years from now, that's going to look like a moth that's slammed into a windshield, isn't it? <laughs> Tom Cotter and I approve this message. Very cool. Tom Cotter. There it is. There's his last uh, there was his last bit. That sounds like a Vegas comedian. Like that sounds like a, any, you know, Wednesday night you'd go to to the yeah. Sahara. A lot of laughs per minute, a lot of misdirection. His act is perfect for a show like America's Got Talent. I'm not saying that in a dis- in a disparaging way, you know, every comic has a different style and in his act. Yeah. It's safe enough to where like if he gets edgy it's still not hurting anybody. He's got a good delivery. And actually, I thought the funniest joke was one that not a lot of people laughed at, which was when he said, I was studying, I was studying abroad, and then he said, she has arthritis. Right. She had arthritis. Right. I it think was, it got, yeah, I, it, I think that tag got uh, buried a little bit. It got, it got a zero, but I loved it. I thought it was great. <laughs> if the listeners want to follow Tom's progress, we're recording on a Tuesday, so the sh- there's a show tonight where he and 11 other people are performing thursday is the results show so on thursday we'll know if he makes it to to the finals and if he makes it he'll perform on september 12th which is a wednesday and then september 13th is a two-hour finale where the winner is announced and this all goes down on nbc Sweet. So check that out and vote for Tom. On TV, we're going to see what's happening out there in the world of TV and movies for your uh, your comedy pleasure. The entire first episode of NBC's The New Normal, which is NBC's kind of version of Modern Family, I guess. Uh, you can watch that now before the September 11th premiere. You can also watch the entire first episode of Mindy Kaling's new series, the Mindy Project, which starts September 25th on Fox. Have you watched either one of these? And what, what, are, what are your thoughts? I have to be honest with you, Mike. I haven't watched these full episodes yet. Well, what do you think of... I know you know quite a bit about Mindy Kaling. What do you think of how the series looks to be? Like, have you seen any kind of previews for it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I've, I've seen all the preview clips available and then the extended trailer uh, Fox put out. And again, you know, having not seen the first episode, but having read about it and watched as many clips as possible, I think it personally, I think it looks awful, but I'm a, a 34-year-old guy and I'm, I'm probably not the target demo and part of my opinion i think is getting clouded because i've read probably about half of her book which i thought was incredibly annoying really yeah and basically i mean it's basically the story of an upper middle class gal 
who is super smart, super talented. I mean, she's definitely smart. She's definitely talented. She's been kicking ass for years in the television game. I don't want to take that away from her. But, you know, it's just as a person who comes from a very middle class family, just reading her memoir about how awkward she was and how this was tough and that was tough. There's a chapter. I wrote an editorial about this months and months ago uh, where she basically calls out every comedian who's ever done a Comedy Central roast and says that they shouldn't do roasting, that roasting is, it's not like, it's not a good form of comedy, that Jeff Ross is wasting his talents uh, and and all this other shit. So, so granted, I have all of that, that I'm a kind of turned off that this, you know, 20 nothing or i don't know how old she is 20 or 30 something year old well-placed woman who's succeeding because she's got talent but also because she went to great schools and and had the money to do so nobody wants to hear anybody bitching about their middle class lifestyle join the fucking club at least you can watch the first episode online for free before they come out so do that the other show that's out is Totally biased with W. Kamau Bell. That's been out for, what, three, four episodes now? Or should it be been, four episodes this week? It'll be, by the time people hear this, it'll be the night of the fifth episode? All right, and then just to give you a little taste of what the comedy is like every show so far, if you haven't seen it, he does a little bit of a, you know, a quick, very quick cold open with a, with a joke or something and then introduces the show. Here's the intro from last week, sticking with the news of the day. Hey, Representative Todd Aiken, I have a question for you. If women can't get pregnant from legitimate rape, then how come there's so many light-skinned black people walking around Alabama? <laughs> this is totally biased. So there you go. That's that's uh, pretty pretty much an example of how he opens the show. I love how that's the entire monologue. It's just one joke, and it says so much. <laughs> it's very, very cool. I haven't watched the show yet, but I've heard really, really good things. So it's 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 pretty cool that he's he's doing so well. Good for him. Really, really good for him. What else? You, did you have something else you had to say before? I have- oh, I was going to say you could watch Mindy Kaling and The New Normal. The entire episodes are on Laughspin, so just search for the names of the shows, and you can watch the entire first episodes. Even more convenient. There you go. Uh- Mm-hmm. That's how we do it. Movies! Yay! So, uh, yeah, there's some really, really funny movies coming out, including one that I've been looking very forward to, and I know and why is that as funny? well. Because we talk about it here a lot. We, we've <laughs> talked about it here quite, quite often, and it's gotten me excited for it, and I've heard nothing but good things, and it's getting quite the buzz, which is Mike Birbiglia's movie, Sleepwalk With Me, in theaters. Check it out, please. Sleepwalkmovie.com. See where it's playing. Uh, Mike is doing a lot of press with uh, Ira Glass, who co-produced it. Check it out. Sleepwalkmovie.com has the entire listing of, of theaters. It's open wide-ish. It's for an independent movie. It's in tons of theaters, but it's still not the level of like the Avengers or something. Yeah, yeah, sure. And then Bachelorette comes out Friday, September 7th, which is... I can never. Is it Isla? Isla Fisher? Isla Fisher? I, I I think it's Isla. Isla Fisher? Okay. There you go. Whatever. Screw it up every time. <laughs> Who cares? They're all pink on the inside. <laughs> 
Uh, <laughs> you see what I did there? I took a punchline to a bad joke that didn't apply and used it here. <laughs> right? They're all they're all pink on the inside. <laughs> Nothing you never told her twice. <laughs> Comedian Tom Rhodes has a. Uh, well, first of all, while I'm talking about Tom Rhodes, he's got a new double album out called Colossus of Me, which you should uh, definitely purchase. But Tom Rhodes has a variation of that uh, for smokers. He says that you never meet a, a racist smoker because smokers know that everybody's black on the inside. Uh-huh. <laughs> also, Bachelorette comes out, as I said, <laughs> with all of these people, Kirsten Dunst, Lizzie Kaplan, and Pink on the Inside Fisher. Um, right. It looks to be, from what I've seen, it looks to be kind of like a dirtier bridesmaids. Am I wrong? People are certainly uh, comparing it to bridesmaids because it is uh, indeed about a uh, bachelorette party. I don't know. Can it be dirtier? Bridesmaids was pretty dirty, huh? Well, dirty in the sense of that it's more... Like we're going to see penetration in this one? (laughs) (laughs) No. I just, like... No, don't get me wrong. Bridesmaids was fine, but brides... I like bridesmaids, but bridesmaids seem to have that like, hey, you know, it seemed to have that attitude of, hey, the boys can act disgusting, so can we. This one is legitimately like, let's get fucked. I don't know. (laughs) It's more, I don't know what the fuck to say. It's more. (laughs) I don't know. Like it just seems, it just seems to be, I could be totally wrong. It could be, it could be fucking terrible for all I know. I I don't know. Have you heard anything about this? It could, it could totally not be. Yeah. Let's get fucked. It could totally not be like that. Who knows? It could be like all dogs go to heaven. Who who? What do I know? I don't fucking know anything. Speaking of penetration, when you were, <laughs> when when you were just kind of like getting into like borrowing VHS porno from your friends, was one of your questions always, "Does this show penetration?" Yes. Yeah. And why okay. is that? Why do we I, care? I think well because I think back in the day the triple X rating actually meant something where there was stuff where everything but penetration and you didn't want to waste your time with those right softcore porn was more prevalent is what you're saying right softcore right. porn and was a bigger thing that's right and if you were you know say like a freshman in high school or whatever you really wanted to know what it looked like when those two <laughs> things met <laughs> wasn't that always the biggest mystery like jesus what does seriously what does that actually look like <laughs> right okay thank you right <laughs> right so it was always like, is there... This, Does this movie have dick in it? <laughs> no? Fuck, this is stupid. You don't even see his dick. This is stupid. <laughs> yeah, no, but you're right, though. And I guess it was the... Yeah, what is... What does that actually look like? Because every everything else, you could, you could pretty much... You could pretty much imagine, you right. know? Yeah, yeah. But, but that is... You know, that's something... This is what I'm very- telling my therapist, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Also, already on theaters for a good time call. What is this? I've never. I don't know this one. I haven't heard. This looks. This looks like a like a fun movie. Actually, I haven't seen it, but we interviewed one of the writers. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Katie, what's her? Oh God, what's her last name? Nalen. Yeah, Nalen. 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 Sorry. Um. So she actually. It's it's based on uh, a, a part of her life where. In college, she actually ran a sex a, a sex phone. What, what do you call it? Like a sex like a sex hotline? Like a Jesus fucking Christ, dirty. Yeah, yeah, that. Yes, that. Which I think is so smart. Good for her for doing that. But yeah, it's about it's about two friends 
played by Ari Grainer and Lauren Ann Miller, who, relatively speaking, are, are newcomers. So, yeah, it's about their friendship and how their friendship develops and how the one gets the other one, I believe, involved in uh, the the sex phone. Sweet. Why do, why do, I, why do I keep stumbling yeah, over <laughs> Sex line. Is sex that what line. it is? Sure. <laughs> phone sex. Phone sex. Phone. Thank you. Thank you. Sex Thank phone. You. Phone sex. Phone <laughs> sex. <laughs> yeah. No. Okay. Cool. Very good. <laughs> I sound Very like good. Clint. And you Eastwood. check out the interview with Katie Nalen on on uh, lastman.com as well. <laughs> wow. Oh man. We we're out of practice, bro. We haven't done this in a while. Uh. <laughs> and I'm on vacation. I just called you bro. Did you hear that? Yeah, you really did. I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> you can tell. I'm wearing yeah. I'm wearing sandals. I'm kicking back, and I'm calling you bro. <laughs> calling people bro. What's <laughs> up, bro? bro? <laughs> All right. So, but before we go, uh, we have one more piece of audio to play for you. And what is it, Dylan? You have it. What is it? This is. You guys might be familiar with comedian uh, Mike. Kaplan, but did you also know that Mike Kaplan teams up with his friend and fellow actor comedian Micah Sherman to do musical ditties together? And they've made it an, an entire album out of them. Very funny if you're into musical comedy. It's called uh, Please Be Seated, and the song I wanted to play for you guys is called What Kind of Jerk Do You Want to Be? Uh, so this, this next one is about a time that I had to decide uh, between being two different types of jerks. Well, Mike, Mike had to make a decision between two different women at a point in his life. A women decision. A do women decision. I, I shot that up in my head, but then I spilled water on it. All right. So, uh, yeah, here we have. What kind of jerk do you want to be? One, two, I start this one alone. One, two, three, four. Met a girl at a show and she decided to go home with me. What kind of jerk do you want to be? She's not into one night stands. She said to me, wearing no pants, I said, I see. What kind of jerk do you want to be? The, the kind of guy who lies to get sex for free. Is that the jerk you want to be? Not really. Okie dokie. Two days pass, I want some ass. I call her on the phone and ask if it's me she wants to see. What kind of jerk do you want to be? Now it's not a one-night stand, because we just had a one-night and another, technically. What kind of jerk do you want to be? The, the kind of guy who tries, but then flees. Is that the jerk you want to be? Not really. Well, it seems that way to me. Very next day I met my soulmate, apparently three days too late. Oopsie. What kind of jerk do you want to be? Mm, what do I do about the first female? She sent me such a nice email that said, call me. What kind of jerk do you want to be? What kind of jerk should I be? Here's options from one to three. Option one, give her a call. Option two, don't call at all. Option three. Polygamy. Option one, give her a call. Option two, don't call it all. Option three, menage three. All right. Oh, thanks. Thanks, everybody. Thank you, guys. Oh, we had, there's one vote for option three. That's nice. Let's, let's talk after the CD is... Let's talk right now. And there you have it. There it is. All right, so let's get out of here. Dylan, give us the plugs for everything, as you always do. Hey, guys, you should be following us on Twitter. We're at twitter.com slash laughspincom. We're also on Tumblr, 
And before we go, we have to do this. Oh, do it. We are on Pinterest. It's been a couple of weeks. It's been a couple of weeks. You know how many followers we have on Pinterest, Mike? How, how many? 997,097. Wait, 997,097. That sounds You're terrible. almost to a fucking... You're almost to a million Pinterest followers. We'll be... By Friday, we'll be... I'm guessing we'll be over a million. Holy shit. That is absolutely incredible. And it's mm. very sad that it's completely useless. <laughs> absolutely. Super useless. <laughs> you have a... It's like, oh, I have a million Pinterest followers. Yeah? Big fucking deal. <laughs> gives a shit. Wow. That is incredible, though, dude. Well, congrats to you on that, and congrats oh, to your, uh, your your intern that, uh, that yeah. was smart enough to get that up there. That She's she's cleaning up, man. Her name is Mookie. All Let's right. give her a shout-out. Mookie. Shout-out to Mookie. Way to go. Way to go. And uh, also, you can hear me at mastersofnone.com, Masters of None, my other podcast, and... Um, Check that out this week, only because here on vacation, like I said, I may just hit record at any given moment, 3 o'clock in the morning, drunk off my ass, and just, you know, tell really, really dark secrets. So you may, you may hear me. So. <laughs> but it's going to be a fun time. And, uh, and, again, Dylan, thank you very much. Appreciate it. And we will see you next week right here on the Last Bin Count Podcast. See you.